Welcome to the Yard Talk Podcast. It's a Monday, and that day is the 16th of November. How are you doing, boys? Great. Fantastic. Doing solid. I'm having, good, I'm having a good day. I'm having a good day. Kyle? Solid. Brennan? I'm doing good. I mean, Joe, I know our days aren't as good just because of those losses, but... It, it could be better. If you take away the Seahawks' loss, the Browns screwing us over in the spread, the Ravens losing to the Patriots, I'm having a great day in, in betting. If you just take away those three. So to take away three huge things that happened, and you know, then, then, you're, good, <laughs> then you're good to go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get right into it. Boys, we have a first-time Masters champion, Dustin Johnson. Congratulations. He just crushed the entire field and made everyone else look like they were amateur golfers. Good for him. It kind of made it boring, though. Let's be honest. It was stupid. (laughs) I enjoyed watching the first three days, like Thursday through Saturday, and then mm -hmm. today sucked. It was so boring. And it's not like when Tiger won by 12 strokes. It's like, oh, you won by five or six strokes. Like, hey, good for you. Like, I want to make it a little bit closer because I know Smith and Sung J.M. were second, and those are like two rookies. I would love to see them battle it out, but I I think this is good for Dustin too because everyone is always saying how he chokes, how he doesn't win majors. He's had, what, 23 victories and only one U.S. Open. Now he's got the biggest one of them all, so good for you. How close is he to getting the all four of the majors career-wise? No, he only has only has two. No, wait. Now, I thought he's the, oh. now he has the Masters. Either the Open or the PGA Championship and the Masters. So he's, yeah. he's only has two right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he uh... – It's the Open. Yeah. And I like oh. – Yes. He just open. won that one, right? No. No. No, no 2016, Bryson. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, so that's right. Uh, what's his name on? Mark Howell won. So uh, I like how when he won, they just kept on showing Paulina. It was the best part about the whole thing. <laughs> like, she, yeah, dude, she she was on so much longer than any other wife has ever been on air. Oh, Oh, hundred percent. They weren't even showing his putt to win it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that it was an easy putt, but like, that's like the most iconic one. And what he won? That's uh, that's why he's just boring. Like, he didn't throw his hands up in the air. He started crying. Yeah, it did, <laughs> like, like no no celebration. Just like no celebration. You could just see him and his brother, who's his caddy, just like, <laughs> oh, <up. laughs> show some emotion. Are you tiger be throwing up his hands, <laughs> going crazy? Yeah, it doesn't help that there wasn't fans there, but still, I feel like if there was fans, his celebration would not have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just boring. Like chuck your club <laughs> he into the is boring. Chuck your club into the bunker, do something crazy. I don't know. Just have some fun with it. I don't know if you boys know this, but last place that still made the cut, you still get $30,000. So, you know, like, like in some sports, you got to win to get it all, to get the cookie. But imagine just golfing four days at Augusta and you're like, fuck, I just got dead last. Oh, wait, $30,000 check. Okay. Yeah. New car. Nice. Yeah. Um, Tiger's 10 on a par three, boys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So we've actually, I don't want to say we've all been there because, like, we have once, but that's even very rare for us. Oh, I don't that, think I've ever gone in the water three times in one hole before. I've gone in the hole in the water three times in one hole, but it wasn't on a par three, so there's a huge difference there. Yeah, he also went water, and then 
he went a little bit closer, hit like near the flag pin, and it rolled all the way back off. And then he went to the bunker. And then from the bunker, he went over the green into the water. So that's pretty impressive. And, and then after that, he birdied five out of his last six holes. So Tiger's yeah. back, totally back. He's, he's, re- he's ready to go for next year. Yeah, he's back. Let's Sounds see. like you just got to piss him off. Yeah, right? <laughs> Over, under, two, two wins before he retires. Over. Un- under. I don't under. think he will win again on tour. I, I think Tiger Woods is around here for a good amount more time. I'm not, I'm like, being completely honest. I, th- I think he's around, but I don't think he wins. Like, Phil. Phil's been around. was the last time he's won, that's you true. know? Like, but that's we're comparing Phil Mickelson to Tiger fucking Woods, Joseph. I understand in their prime. In their prime. But now, it's like they both suck. They're the same golfer. They make the cut, and then they just don't do anything after that. That's They're the same golfer. That's true. No, they bring not. out the fans. I'm glad they're still golfing. I enjoy watching them. Don't get, I love watching them, but they're like I don't expect anything out of them these days. Like, like Coop, I feel like this, if you take the 10 out of it, he's still like, what, eight under, nine under? Yeah. That's still not even close to winning. And oh, yeah. I think he gave it all. And the only thing is, like, he gave it his all. And A, he didn't really have a blow-up day besides the blow-up hole. And two, he didn't have any back problems, which is huge. Because this whole season, he was missing, like, a month just because, like, A, my back's not really feeling well. I'm just saving it for the Open, saving it for the Masters. The big, The big thing here is I don't know – I think Tiger will be around for a while. I don't know how much he'll be around. Like, That's I don't true. know. He's not going to be playing every know. weekend like some guys. Exactly. Because uh, he may – I'm guessing he'll play max 10 tournaments a year from now on. He'll play the four majors and then maybe a few tournaments in there. But I don't think he's going to be playing every other weekend like most of these guys. So, my big question is, do you think people like Tiger and Phil are just doing it for accolades? Because right now Tiger is trying to get more, one more win to beat Jack and probably one more major, just the tie jack. I don't think that matters as much. And then you have Phil, who's won the Masters a couple times, and all, all he's missing, I think, is – U.S. Open. U.S. Open. And he's tied – six different times he was tied second for that. That oh, sucks. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's been in second. He can't finish. He's I feel like he one. just wants to win that one. I, I don't think they're doing he's, it for the accolades, and I could be wrong, but I think they're just doing it for fun. Like, I think they love golf. They obviously don't need the money. Like, what accolades does Tiger need? You think I really don't think he cares. Me, like, man, he may care about the one more tournament to be Jack, but like, Not but that I really much. don't think he does. Like, he knows he's the he's the best golfer of all time. When people talk about best golfers of all time, obviously Jack Nicklaus is talked about, but it's always Tiger Woods. No yeah. matter what yeah. the age of the person, like Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time. It's just a fact. He also Not changed even the that. game. Yeah, Tiger changed the game. And it might be going through a different revelation right now with, like, the whole Brooks and Bryson thing. But then again, I was going to say, why would he retire? Like, what else is he going to do? Give lessons or some shit? Or help his son? Exactly. There's nothing for him. Like, he he plays golf. That's that's what he fucking does. Like, he's going to be here for a while. (laughs) Yeah, for him to play 10 tournaments a year, that's, what, a a fifth of his year he's playing golf? Mm -hmm. Like, all right. It's, It's basically retirement for him. So, other than that, I was going to say, besides those two, I'd say Brooks is back. Brooks is back. Rory's back. Rory's back. Rory's back. If he didn't have the first day, like, he would have been He's up right there, there. Like, in top five. Yeah. That's Rory's story, though. Every time, it's one round, one bad round. Yeah. And he's out. That's true. He went, like, plus three the first day, then, like, five under, six under 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Rom, you know Rom, and, Rom and Thomas are there, both of them. Always. Like, they played yep. some great golf. I, I, thought, yep. I think what was really cool about this one is that the top three ranked golfers were all in the top ten. I don't know exactly where Rom finished, so maybe like top 20 or something, but yeah, they, were all, 20. they were all on the first page of the board for the entire weekend. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, you want your best golfers playing out there every weekend. And we can say that the best part of the Masters was hearing Bryson's dumbass just be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, just, I was just a little dizzy out there. You know, I just wasn't really feeling myself. Like, come on, man. Admit to your mistake. You weren't doing it this this I, Masters tournament. Or he was so I, I, I hate this so much. I have so much hatred for this because let me just explain this for a few different reasons. So, one, I'm cool with him calling it a par 67. I like confidence. I want to get away from the golf country club attitude. I like when mm-hmm. Brooks took a shot at DJ. I like when Bryson's confident. He think he he's, has faith in what he's doing. That's awesome. But you can call it that. But don't give me an excuse of, oh, I was dizzy. I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I would have done better if I wasn't dizzy. It's such a scapegoat. Do you think Michael Jordan would have ever, ever in a post-game interview been like, I was a little dizzy today. You know, I, yeah. I just I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I was just a little di- – I just couldn't do anything about it. I was just dizzy. You know, that happens. Winners don't say that. Winners take their sickness and are like, let's go. I'm beating this and I'm beating the course. Like, If that was kidding? the case, then Tiger would be like, yeah, like my back transfusion surgery just really acting up right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, God, like, again, have the confidence, but just – and you can, like, maybe you can't get over the sick. I'm not saying, like, oh, you have to play well. Like, if you're sick, that's ridiculous. No. Like, but just in the post game, be like, didn't have it this week, and, you know, I'll get back. Don't make excuses. You sound mm-hmm. horrible. And there's no way he was feeling dizzy all four days. And he was playing horrible all four days. Yeah. You know? If that was yeah, the case, just... I feel like they put him on, like, COVID protocol or something. Like, yeah, he would right? have said it earlier. But it's funny that he says it after his match. Yeah, exactly. After he blows. I wasn't feeling it. I just, you know, I was, I'm going to go home and start to feel better. God, mm-hmm. I hate that guy. You know who else was back in this tournament? Who? Ricky Fowler, baby. Yeah, yeah, he was back. <laughs> Big dick the, Rick. The end. Definitely. He, he, was, he was showing out a little bit, you know. A lot it's of people were back. Good this to see the orange tournament. on Sunday. This was a great tournament Thursday through Saturday, and then Sunday was extremely boring. I was again. just about to say that. Like, I was really hoping for DJ to choke, and not in that kind of way, because I hate DJ. I just want to see something fun. Yeah, I want to see someone run away with it. Last thing we'll say is that even though it was boring and we weren't happy that DJ won, like he deserved it. You know, he's the best golfer in the world right now. He just crushed everyone on the field. He definitely deserves his green jacket. So good for him. And we won't see golf for another like month and a half, two months. So that's a little break because there's these no name tournaments. Yeah. Tiger's going to pop in and win one. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine he plays like, the West Palms Open with no one we've ever heard of. And he's like, yeah, I, I won this one. I'm now ahead of Jack. In North Dakota, <laughs> the purse is a $25 Carl's Jr. gift card. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into Sunday football. Um, we'll start us off with the Texans Browns. Browns won this one 10 to 7. Deshaun Watson, 20 for 30, 163 yards and a touchdown. Baker Mayfield, 12 for 20 with 132 yards passing. Johnson ran it for 54. Chubb ran it for 126 and a touchdown. Randall Cobb had 41 yards receiving, and then Higgins for the Browns had 48 yards receiving. This was the least offensive game I've ever seen in my life. What was it, 3 nothing going into the half? It was 3 nothing going into the fourth quarter. Okay. So that, A, that sucks. B, Joe and I have a little problem here with the good old Cleveland shit turds. You know why? 
because what was it? Ten to seven. It's like a minute left. Was it Kareem or was it Chubb? It was Chubb. It was Chubb. Had like a fifty-plus yard run. Runs out of bounds at the one-yard line. Okay. Okay. So I totally understand and respect this play of of running backs, as in the Todd Gurley situation that we all know that he didn't do it. That would have been a good, good time to get down. In mm-hmm. this situation, you're up by three. There's what? Like there's a less than a minute left in the game. If you score a touchdown, you make it a two possession game. There is no reason in like pad your stats. Like Liddy, pad your stats because you're, you're, it's a guaranteed lock if you go at it. I think it's I think it's more it's a safer bet to get in the end zone than in case you fumble the hand, the, the snap on the knee. I think it's a safer mm-hmm. bet to run in the end zone. It's so like, true. It's just completely stupid. They would have to go. How much time was left on the clock? Was it seven less seconds? than a minute? Wasn't it like 57 seconds or something like that? Yeah. They would I have don't know if it's possible to get that enough, like the kickoff. I don't know if it's possible to sprint down the field <laughs> that fast and score two, have two scores. No, there's no way. He should have ran it in. I mean. God. That sucks. Because, like, I was feeling very confident in Browns minus three and a half, minus four, whatever you got it at. And just to see you lose that bet because of that BS, like, which I, I get. Coaches tell you to do that. You're playing a safe bet. But for all the betters out there, that just sucks. And for all the people that had Nick Chubb on their fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Dude, imagine if you lose by a couple points and you have Nick Chubb. Yeah. like You have an easy six. That was like, instead of 11 points, you get five. That's that's good. six points. That could make or break a game. Uh, 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 so, uh, yeah, that one sucks. That's, a, uh, that's not much, There's not much else. It was 10 to 7. By the way, a lot of bad beats this weekend, I feel like. Oh, you know, yeah. Maybe it's just because it we'll, applies we'll to there. us, but we'll get there. Oh, oh man. All right. Next, we got the Washington football team and the Lions. The Lions won 30-27. to 27. Alex Smith, 38 for 55, 390 yards passing. Matthew Stafford, 24 for 33, 276 yards passing, three touchdowns. Uh, Gibson for the football team had 45 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Swift had 81 yards rushing. Uh, McLaren had 95 yards receiving. And then Marvin Jones Jr. had 96 and a touchdown. Uh, the Lions almost choked this one big time. Lions got problems. They were they were winning. Uh, what is what was it? Twenty four to twenty four to ten, going into the fourth quarter, and almost lose. Matt Patricia needs to go. Him and Anthony Lynn can go sit by a fire together and discuss how how they can try to save a game and can never do it. So maybe they can uh, combine to make one really bad coach. Yeah, it, I didn't watch much of this game, but I put it on our Instagram story. This will be a heavy run game, you know. Expect a lot from the Washington football team to run it, and I apologize because I absolutely know nothing, and that was not even in their game plan. Alex, Alex Smith, Smith threw the ball fifty-five times, boys. Hey, good did, for Alex. Did, did you expect that though? No, God, no. Hey, he, and also, he did his job. He got him down to a game-tying field goal at the end, and then Prater came in and kicked a long one just to put him ahead. But Alex Smith did his job. He's he a did. top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 those kind of takes are normally something I would do, but can't do that. You one. couldn't even finish your sentence. That's how yeah, absurd yeah. it was. <laughs> I was wondering this. How come, like, do you think they'll ever give Dwayne the ball back? No. No. No, no they're trading him. Okay. I wonder who's going to take him. They're getting Lawrence, bro. How, I, they already have two wins. Lawrence. Do you think Lawrence is going to drop to them? Dude, Lawrence no, is like, not going to the football team. Oh, you're, because the you're, Jets are getting the first pick, and Lawrence isn't going, bro. He's going back to school. <laughs> and I then, 
and then the Washington football team will have one of those first three picks next year. I mean, it's not I li- I like not the wrong. I like it. Yeah, it's not it's, wrong. Especially because any team in the NFC East could make the playoffs somehow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. All right, we'll go on the next one. Next, we got the Packers and the Jags. Packers won 24-20. Uh, Lutton for the Jags had won 18 for 35, 169 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Aaron Rodgers, 24 for 34, 325 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Robinson had 109 yards rushing. Jones had 46 yards rushing. Shark had 56 yards receiving. And then Valdez Gantling had 150 and a touchdown. Uh, the Packers almost choked. Plain Jags plus 13 and a half, baby. Lock. Lock. Kyle, I'm not even talking about the spread right now. How do you feel about the Packers? That's a rough one. You almost lost to the Jaguars. Yeah, when I saw that it was tied, actually we were down like 20 to 17. I was like, who's going to win the NFC? (laughs) Because that was like the only like team left that, I mean, they did get blown out by the Bucks, but other than that game, they were pretty solid, I'd say. Besides. Yeah, now, now there's – Brendan and I were talking about this. There's really – we know nothing about the NFC. Like, just yeah. nothing. I know nothing, and but what I do know is that whatever teams in the AFC, like, I think they're going to be pounding on the NFC team. I agree. And just like if you took, like, the top five teams of the NFC compared to the AFC, dude, it's just night and day. It's – Yeah, it's definitely night and day. Like, it's not even close. Sorry, I have the Seahawks in my mind, so I can't finish my sentence. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll move to the next one. Uh, we got Giants-Eagles. Giants won 27-17. Carson Wentz, 21 for 37, 208 yards passing. Danny Dimes, 21 for 28, 244 yards passing. Uh, Miles Sanders ran it for 85. Danny Dimes had 64 yards rushing in a touchdown, led the Giants there. Rodgers had 60 yards receiving for the Eagles, and then Slayton had 93 yards receiving. Uh, this division is dog shit. So I was talking Eagles to are dog shit. one of our good friends, Zach, who's an Eagles fan. And he was saying how he does not want Wentz. And I don't know if that's popular among all Eagles fans, but time to put in Hurts. I don't know what Doug Peterson's doing over there, but give him a chance. Wentz is not the answer. Never really was the answer except that one year where he went off almost like an MVP year for him and took him to the Super Bowl. But Took him to the Super Bowl. Big Dick Nick took him to the Super Bowl. You got a point. He, he put him <laughs> on the path, but then Nick just carried them. Exactly. I don't know, man. It's uh, – but what's the – what is the NFC East? Are you telling me that a team is going to have, like, five wins going into the playoffs? So, my my dream is still alive, boys. This Everything that needed to happen today happened. The Giants split with the Eagles. Um. And the football team lost to an out-of-division team. The Cowboys had a bye, so they couldn't win. So the Eagles are still on pace to go to the playoffs at 4-11-1. And, and my dream is still alive. If that happens, man, I'm just going to – That's so that the lowest oh, like, record uh, to I, go I think for sure? 7-9 is the lowest someone's ever gone to the playoff with. And it's probably the Eagles. No, it was the Seahawks, I think. Really? I mean, I bet multiple teams have done it, but I know the Seahawks mm-hmm. did it a few years back. Yeah, they like somehow like snuck in, but and they want to play a hundred record for sure. Yeah, yes. But this this division shit. Well, straight shit. Joe's theory is looking true, and that is, I think, because the NFC East, whatever they're going to be, they're going to be the four seed. And are you hoping to be a three seed or a five seed? Are you hoping to like win it? Like it's probably going to be like the West. I think. Hey, like, would you so, rather? 
So here, here's the situation. Yeah, it's hypothetical, it. obviously, but let's say, let's say it's the Rams and Cardinals fighting for the division win, and whoever doesn't win that gets the five seed in the NFC. Um, so the they play each other in the last game of the season. You're telling me that they can either get the two seed or three seed and have to play, I don't know, the Bucks or Seahawks, or they can get the five seed, not win the division, and go play the Eagles. Like, you would much rather throw the game and go play the Eagles than win the division. Like, you're guaranteed. Yeah. So That's hard, though, because there's, there's a lot of incentives, like, to win the division. And I don't know if money comes into it and, like, throwing games in general just isn't the best thing. But I feel like getting the five seed definitely isn't as bad, as bad as a thing as people make it out to be. Not winning the division in that case because you're like, hey – you know, we're not going to like size up our opponents like that. Like it's an easy win. But if you're going against the Eagles, you got to look at the record and look at them and be like, Hey, uh, this is the best team we take right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll move to the next one. We got Bucks Panthers uh, Bucks won 46, 23, Tom Brady, 28 for 39, 341 yards passing three touchdowns. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 18 for 24, 136 yards passing two touchdowns and a pick Ronald Jones. The second had 109, 109- 92 yards rushing and a touchdown Davis for the Panthers, 32 yards rushing uh, Godwin had 92 yards receiving. And then DJ Moore had 96 and a touchdown. Uh, the bucks may be back in business. I, they didn't really come out to the second half. I don't know if anyone's back. I like, no, one, no one I is think, ever back. No, I think not this, even the if, chiefs or Steelers. I think if the saints play the bucks in the playoffs, which they probably will have to, the saints crush them. So on the other side of this, Christian McCaffrey on the without with no Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers is it's tough. Oh yeah, he's not one really because I mean football. But they were doing it without him for a while. I mean, yeah, but they how many wins did they get without him? One, two, one, three. Didn't they win last week? I thought they started like zero and three, and then they climbed back to like three and three or something. Yeah, I think they oh did. maybe you're right. They hang in the games when they don't have them, but if they're gonna win games for that division they need them in there yeah i mean it, it's i mean they're not going to the playoffs so who really cares it's true yeah uh, i mean i'm not gonna lie like you know you got tough you got bucks and saints at the top falcons will be below you it's got tough year you got teddy bridgewater back there who's not doing bad but he's not your franchise quarterback nope all right no. next one we got raiders broncos raiders won 37 12 drew lock 23 for 47 250 yards passing, one touchdown, four interceptions. We got Derek Carr, 16 for 25, 154 yards passing. Melvin Gordon ran it for 46. Josh Jacobs had 21 carries for 112 yards and two touchdowns. Judy had 68 yards receiving, and then Darren Waller had 37 yards and led the Raiders. Um, I don't know. Coop, you got to be feeling pretty good about the Raiders right now. See, Joe, I'm, I don't. It's the fucking Broncos. <laughs> Our defense had four picks, so it's not like our offense did. How many yards did Derek Carr have? 154. <laughs> Derek Carr sucks, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Derek Carr sucks. So I, I was just – Rodgers to the Raiders. Yeah. I would and love after, that. After this year, mm-hmm. Rodgers is going to probably lose in the playoffs because he got no weapons, and he's going to go to the front offense and say, hey, you want Jordan Love? Okay, trade me right now. I'm not stepping on a field for you again. <laughs> And he's going to the Raiders, baby. The Las the Vegas. man has broken both of his collarbones. And if he goes to the Raiders, he will break 
the rest of the bones in his That's body. not true, Kyle. <laughs> yes. No, it's not. Why Packer, why is that a thing? I just feel like Carr gets drilled. Because Carr sucks. <laughs> he holds on to the ball way too fucking long. Yeah, Aaron he would just stands back there and like <laughs> Oh shit, sack. Just like every time. Aaron would actually run out of the pocket, Kyle. He would he'd be like, Oh wait, there's a guy coming at me. I'm gonna get out of the way and throw it to someone. There's Derek a, there's, Carr doesn't do that. There was a play in the game. It it wasn't Carr, but Drew Locke was scrambling out of the pocket, like ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. And right before he went out of bounds, he like threw the ball just so it's incomplete passing. They get the ten yards, whatever. I said to my dad, I'm like, if that was Derek Carr, he'd run out of bounds and lose ten yards. That's how stupid of a quarterback <laughs> he is. He's so bad. He's so on bad. A, on a different note, boys, um, I believe that Drew Locke is the worst franchise quarterback in the NFL right now. <laughs> name name is name he a franchise, franchise quarterback? quarterback that's worse? I dare you. I can't. I, I can. I'll tell you, Sam Darnold, but that's just not based on his quarterback ability. Much that's rather have Sam Darnold than Drew Locke. Yeah. Much rather. Justin Herbert's climbing up on that list because he can't win a fucking game. But much rather have Teddy Bridgewater. Much rather have Kirk Cousins. Like all those guys are not very good, and I would still much rather have them than Drew Locke on my team. Alex Smith. Much rather have Alex Smith on my team. He's not even a franchise quarterback, and I'd still want Alex Smith on my team. Yeah, he had four and picks today. Bad. Seeing Alex Drew Smith. Locke being like that no, cocky Locke. too, it makes it worse. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, he'll be cocky when they win, but when he they're not winning, he's he knows his place. He's at the bottom of the barrel. Quarterback. He's just horrible. Like he needs to be a practice squad quarterback. Not yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. The Broncos are horrible. Yep, they're just horrible. You know who else is horrible? Like, no, go ahead, Brandon. I was gonna say. I would love – I don't know if I would love to see it, but I could see the Broncos as a potential spot for Rodgers if he just decides Green Bay isn't for him. Follow the same route as Manning. Take over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brendan, oh. what's what's going to happen is Rodgers is going to say, you want Jordan Love? Okay, I'll see you two times a year. And he's going to Chicago with that <laughs> offensive coordinator. That Chicago head coach is gone. So they're bringing in Rodgers, an offensive – I like a new head coach and then they're either going to draft a receiver or like trade for him. And then the, the bears are, are, are winning or winners. Kyle, that would be your worst nightmare. Like I think oh, you I know. dreamt that exact situation. <laughs> it's like dreams. the Favre situation. That's almost yeah. like the, the angels trading away Mike Trout to the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the Astros. Oh God. Oh my God. That's just <laughs> spread that blast stuff of nightmares. <laughs> or the A's one of the, they can't afford him. Never mind. <laughs> that would be, the A's wouldn't be able to put another eight players on the field for the major league minimum. Yeah. Um, all right. We're moving to the next game. Um, we got the Chargers and the Dolphins. The Dolphins won 29-21. Uh, Justin Herbert, 20 for 32, 187 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Tua, 15 for 25, 169 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Ballage ran it for 68 Ahmed for the Dolphins ran it for 85 and a touchdown. Keenan Allen had 39 yards receiving and a touchdown. And then Grant for the Dolphins, 43 yards in a touchdown. Um, hey, Coop, can we agree this is probably the first game where Herbert wasn't, like, carrying his team and just they got to the finish line and just didn't make it across? This is, like, an all-out, like, the Chargers just got beat. You know what I've seen, what I've noticed, what's shown me in this game is – when Justin Herbert isn't at 155%, the Chargers have no fucking chance. Oh, no. Yeah. 
That is this kind is, of like this is Justin just Herbert, evident of it. When Justin Herbert's at 155% chance, they still have no chance. Like, like the Chargers are horrible. Like he's entering into the same league that Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are in, where like they have to play to the highest caliber that they can play, or else their team will not win this game. You know, you know what's sad is that this is, in my opinion, this is Herb's first actual off game. Mm-hmm. And he had two touchdowns passing and one rushing. He carried. He had all three of the touchdowns for the Chargers, and mm-hmm. still they. I mean, they obviously were going to lose because he didn't have three hundred fifty yards passing. And I feel like the Dolphins are good, though. I think the Dolphins are I, an actually good football team. Okay, and that's not on. Okay, because I think Tua didn't have a great game. Didn't have a bad game. I think their Tua defense good. is going. Their defense. Well. Their defense is very. Yeah, their, good. their defense is very good, and no one saw that coming. And special teams. Their special teams blocked a punt to the one-yard line, and that's how the Dolphins scored their first touchdown. Do you guys realize the Dolphins hasn't looked, And Tua hasn't looked bad either. He's not looked great, but he's, he's looked He's looked good. average. You know? yeah, whoever he's getting says, the job done. Whoever says that Tua is better than Herbert, you are psychotic. <laughs> you are psychotic. Yeah, yeah, Herbert is outperforming him at the moment, but, I mean, Tua had a better game than him today. That just – He didn't. Like, he didn't, though. What were Tua's stats? 169 it's, and two touchdowns. Did he have a pick? Herbert had a bad pick. He had a fumble. Oh, I think oh, well. I could be wrong. That might have been the running back. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he probably yeah he outperformed him. I mean, like he had a higher rating, whatever. But I mean, it's just like maybe he outperformed for one game, but like you can't judge one game off of this. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not season. saying that. But yeah, I know. I also like. I think you got to give Tua like Some six credit. more games before you start judging him against Burrow and Herbert because, like. Two has had three games. He's done all right, you know, average, nothing special, nothing catastrophic. So give him a few more games, and we can start judging Tua against the other two. Yeah, that means Tua still has to go against the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Bills this season. And the Bills, it's the last game of the season, so I don't know what's going to be going on there. But who would have thought the Dolphins would be 6-3 and three right now? The Dolphins are going to win next week because they play the Broncos, and then they're going to be tied with the Bills atop the division. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I got a question. Who mm-hmm. are the – Dolphins played since Tua started. The Rams. Rams. Char- Chargers, Rams, and Cardinals. Those are three pretty good teams yeah, right there. Those are, those yeah, are, those they, are pretty good teams. <laughs> but then again, the first game, what, two touchdowns for the defense. So it, it's – we'll see. He's, play, he's, I, play, he's playing good enough at the moment. Yeah, he's playing good, good enough. enough. Like, you can't call him good. You can't call him a fraud. He's no. just – he's there right now. We'll see how he does in more games. This and, you is, know – this is best case scenario for Tua because the attention's off him, you know, because they're winning. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna. But now he's like he's getting to learn and make mistakes with his team still winning. This is best case scenario for him. Yeah, I mean it's it's also tough uh, for the Chargers because that flight from LA to Miami, man, it's just oh, your mind's God. in a different place. <laughs> oh, my, shut the hell no, up. You're, you're thinking like, hey, I'm gonna go Miami beaches. I'm gonna hit the clubs. That's what Herbert's right. doing. Hey, we know he's mute, a big club guy. Can we mute Brennan. Can we can we just mute him? I, every time <laughs> the second he says the word flight. <laughs> like let's just mute, just mute. Him for 10 seconds we just need a code zoom to where the word flight just mutes him automatically yes i brennan, like that a lot Kyle, that's you got it science <laughs> brennan thinks that the whole team's getting blacked on flights like he does <laughs> it's just Is that it's not happening brennan oh shit I, i've been doing it wrong this whole time yeah clearly all right we'll move on to the next game this one's gonna oh boy uh we got the bills and the cardinals cardinals won 32 30 
Um, Josh Allen, 32 for 49, 284 yards passing, two touchdowns and two picks. Kyler Murray, 22 for 32, 245 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Josh Allen led the team with 38 yards rushing. Uh, Kenyon Drake, 100 yards rushing. Uh, Cole Beasley had 109 yards receiving and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, the savior, the leader, the winner, the catcher, the jumper, 127 yards and a touchdown. I don't even know what I just said, but DeAndre Hopkins, what a fucking catch. Wow. All right, boys, let me start here because I'm the obvious Bills fan. Um, I'm Obviously, I'm upset. I'm not mad, though, and let me tell you why. The Bills, I thought two weeks ago, I thought the Bills were dead. After they scored zero touchdowns against the Jets, I thought the Bills were dead. But over the past two weeks, they've proved to me that they can play with actual contenders and play against good teams. And today, yeah, they lost, but they if it wasn't for the, an act of God, they would have won that game. So, like, they're they're proving that they can play with a good team and they're going to make the playoffs. So, I'm happy. You know, they're they're proving stuff to me. I don't know what Cooper's stance on this is because, like, we had to give Joe shit about the Bills because he likes to boost them up and then we bring them down. But this is just one of those games where it's like, yeah, the Bills should have won. You know, they, they just chuck it up there to Hopkins in triple coverage. I don't know how they don't bat that down. Because I don't well, think so like anyone. I I was talking because when we were watching it with Zach there, he was like, "Oh, you need to put like a a tall receiver." Like the Falcons normally put Julio in that play. Mm-hmm. The Bills don't have a tall receiver. Like they they need to put Josh Diggs. Allen out there. Dude, that's what we said. We literally yeah. said that we're like Josh Allen should go out there and do it. He will literally. body someone up too. And, literally. and again, this is this is a good situation to actually happen now because now in a playoff situation they'll actually have a plan for a hail mary because that. No, the the cornerbacks and the safeties did everything right. They jumped straight mm-hmm. up. They didn't interfere with him. They were just shorter, and so they didn't come down with the ball. Like there's nothing you can do there. And he's just better than them, clearly. Yes. <laughs> like literally, he just jumped higher. He's more talented. Like the the defensive backs could do nothing in that situation. You gotta feel pretty good to just know you're that good. Like yeah, three people on me, I still caught the ball. Yeah, yeah. like on, like and as on you as you can get. Like they were on him like yeah. right there <laughs> yep and then josh allen he had a couple bad picks but bad picks bad picks okay i got a question i i didn't watch the game um were the two turnovers that josh allen had like bad like would it have changed the outcome of the game Absolutely. if he didn't throw um like, did it lead to touchdowns is what i'm asking um it led to field goals i believe one of them may have led to a touchdown um but uh, so Josh Allen didn't have a great game. I don't blame him though because he, again, in my in my mind, he won the game for his team. Like he drove down the field with thirty seconds left, game-winning touchdown. Good job, Josh. You won the game for your team. An act of God means you didn't win. That sucks. Like this is like I'm yeah. not putting this on Josh Allen. Oh yeah, no, no. I was just wondering. I didn't. I just didn't know. I, yeah, they were not good picks. Let's put it like in his post-game press conference. He was like, "Yep, that's my bad. Like <laughs> I take blame for this game. though. No, those were awful. That's better than. Bryce. I respect him for that though. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I I appreciate it when like they admit their mistakes instead of just being like, yeah, like I just didn't see him there, like the play calling was off, or I don't know, just make some excuse. Like if you can own up to your mistakes, that says a lot. Not like the Seahawks or Pete Carroll, but <laughs> I also want to apologize because whoever had the Cardinals minus two and a half, and whoever had Bills plus two and a half, you're ecstatic. But Cardinals minus two and a half, they decide to kneel it down on that extra point to not go up by three because they don't want to take the chance of a blocked kick or going you know returning it to tie the game so that's did you not see that i thought yeah, they missed so... the extra point they fucking no. kneeled it yeah they kneeled, they kneeled it, it. 
Go Bills, what baby. Piece Go of Bills. shit. Isn't that isn't that just the worst scoop? So oh so I saw something from uh, a tweet I didn't from, know that. I saw a tweet from Big Cat at Barstool and he goes he goes, Wow, that that he goes, so here's the thing. You can't really complain about it being a bad beat because it was an act of God that got you in that situation in the first place. And then the bad beat happened of them not kicking the extra point. But it actually makes it the worst beat of all time because you can't complain about the bad beat. So you're just <laughs> totally screwed here. <laughs> I'm sure the Bills their Bills betters were ecstatic. It was awesome. I had I had a good amount of money in the Bills. <laughs> it worked out great for me. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm so mad now. <laughs> It's yeah. We're going to the next game, but you know that flight from Buffalo to Arizona. <laughs> mute this man right now. All right, when we move to the next one, he's gonna might go mute it by himself. But we got the Seahawks and the Rams. Rams. <laughs> Rams won this one 23-16. Russ twenty-two for thirty-seven, two hundred forty-eight yards passing, two picks. Jared Goff twenty-seven for thirty-seven, three hundred two yards passing. Uh, Russell Wilson had eight. Eight carries for 60 yards. Cam Akers had 38 yards rushing for the Rams. Tyler Lockett, five receptions for 66 yards. And then Reynolds for the Rams had 94 yards receiving. Um, I, I just don't know, man. Can, can, can I add this real quick? We haven't made fun of Brendan for this yet oh, because yeah, we all right. had good betting days. We all had good betting days, so we're all in a good mood. Now that we got that out of the way, Brendan ruined our Connect Four. This is the first time one person has ruined it, and Brendan – you are the first. You suck. We all hate you. Three for three. All we need is the Seahawks, and you screwed it up. Okay. L- hear me out. This was the best pick of the week, and we all knew it. But that's what makes it the worst because the most obvious pick never is. I don't know if it was obvious, but I think it was a smart pet pick. I it was very. It was, I thought this was the most obvious pick of the week, and it you, didn't hit. This, see, before the game, you have the number one seed in the NFC West going against the number three. You're like, what's going on? Why are they the underdog with a potential MVP candidate, Russell Wilson? None of that is true anymore. Well, I could tell you why it wasn't an obvious pick because they lost two of their last three games and the Rams aren't. Well, now it's three out of the last four. Exactly. So, yeah, let's talk about Russell Wilson, the uh, MVP. Russell Wilson, MVP. Hey, Josh Allen isn't there, so you can. All right. Let me go on my rant. Russell Wilson. (laughs) It's gone. It's it's not gone, but it's definitely not like close anymore. It's, it's floating away in a little boat in the ocean. It's floating away. Okay, so hear me out. <clears throat> this is the first game as a Seahawks fan that, like before, it's like oh they had a bad game against the Cardinals. It's like oh that one just kind of escaped. This one, I wasn't like mad because in the fourth quarter they lost it or they were just chasing away. The whole game they just looked flat. They looked flat. Russell, I think this might be like one of the top three, top five worst games of his career. Just did not have it. I don't know what he was doing. DK did nothing as well. So I'm sorry if you had him on your fantasy team. And I get it. People are like, oh, Jalen Ramsey was on him. There were some plays where he had him beat and he's looking for the ball. And I don't know what the hell Russell's doing. Being Russell. He's being Russell. You know, it's – he was up for MVP Kennedy and – Dude, now he just has so many turnovers. These picks he's throwing are awful. Like a couple I, in the red I, zone. I don't know what happened. Like what? Ha- like the first. You guys were telling me there were five and zero. Oh, now they're six and three. They were looking like the best team in the NFC, and now they're a now they're third in the NFC West. They went from first to third. I got a question. Yeah. So now that Russ is 
just putting a bomb, a C4 on his MVP candidacy. <laughs> who is who is now like top Rogers. three MVPs? It's got to be Rodgers. No, no, no. Right? Top three. I said top, top three. three. Okay, so I know Rodgers is clearly a good Rodgers, Mahomes, and then third's a toss-up. What, so, who do you go? Kyler Murray? It's either Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, or Russell. It's not Josh Allen, Joe. Get your head out of the gutter. I literally, I literally think it may be now. Like that Russell. I'm not saying okay. I'm not yeah, saying it's close. I say so. I think it's. Cause, I cause, think it's Aaron, Patrick, and then everyone else. But out of the everyone else, I think it's like Kyler, Josh Allen, and Russell. I will tell you this before, and this is just stats. This is just like what they show in Vegas. Before the game, it was Russell. Then it went Rodgers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Now I think Rodgers can be a top Mahomes, and then it's got to be close between like Kyler, Josh Allen, and Russell. I get it, Russell had a bad game, but like there's still a lot left of the season, and he's shown in the first like five or six games that he should be the MVP. So here's here's what I'm saying about here's my problem with Mahomes. I genuinely believe that you put half of NFL quarterbacks on that team and they go thirteen and three. I genuinely believe that. Like I think. I, I, mean, I think yeah. you put I think you put Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray on that team. I think they go thirteen and three, no questions asked. I think you put Justin Herbert on that team. They go sixteen and zero. Just <laughs> exactly that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I really don't think it matters the quarterback you put on that team. So it's hard to give a guy the MVP when you take him out and they're still the one seed or the two. The seed. thing the thing about Patrick Mahomes that I've always said is there's times when he does like some good shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's some plays that he makes. Better like okay, no one else can make that fucking play. But like, I haven't seen it that much this year, so I don't know why he's so high up on the list. If that makes sense, it's because they're eight and one, and it's like, yeah. well, I, you know, like, he's putting up stats because their team is so good, and obviously yeah. when the team is so good, you look to the quarterback and you're like, oh, well, there's Patrick doing his normal thing. Could could we see a running back MVP coming in this or no? It, I Dalvin. really think we could. If the Vikings make the playoffs, Dalvin Cook, man, like. What about Kamara? No, I'd say Dalvin Cook right now. Like you're telling me, the man has 12 total touchdowns, hasn't even played yet this week. He is the Vikings right now. What about Drew Brees? No, no. He, Kyle, he didn't play the second almost whole second half today. He got hurt. Like he's not really putting up stats either. Yeah, I mean they're barely winning. Brady's putting up more stats than Brees is. If if the Bucks keep winning, I think this MVP race is wide open because Rodgers. If he has one bad game, he's in the Russell boat. You know, like, oh, well, he's now cost his team a couple games. You know, like, oh, uh, like, mm-hmm. so he's he's holding on to it, but barely. I got a, I got a one that might blow your mind. What? Mm. Ben Roethlisberger. No. No. <laughs> no? Dude, if anyone has a Steelers so defense shaky. over Ben Roethlisberger. If they don't lose. Dude, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If they keep yeah. doing this shit. TJ Watt. But Big Ben is not the reason they're winning every game. Yeah, Big Ben is like the least of what they're doing well. Okay, we'll see, baby. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I just don't think it's Big Ben. Like Once we get to that game, you, you may change your mind a little bit. Uh, we got Saints 49ers. Saints won 27-13. Mullins 24 for 38, 247 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Drew Brees 18 for 30, 13, 76 yards, one touchdown. He did leave like in somewhere in the third quarter. Uh, Jameis came in and – did what he needed to do, get, get a dub. Um, McKinnon, 33 yards rushing. Tavius Murray had 57 yards rushing. And then Ayuk had 75 yards receiving and a touchdown. Kamara also had 83 yards and a touchdown receiving. Um, this game was kind of boring. The Saints 
They covered. They did what they needed to do. They got the dub. I didn't watch this game. That's it. All I know is I held on to Michael Thomas for all this damn time, and he's the second game back. You're telling me he gets two receptions for 27 yards? Nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. Why, why didn't I trade him away sooner? I should have traded him too, bro. Yes. I traded him away. It was a great, great call. Stupid. All right. All right. Well, Saints Next game. Seven and two. Yeah, yep. that's, that's about it. Next game, we got Steelers, Bengals. Steelers won 36 to 10. Joe Burrow, 21 for 40, 213 yards, one touchdown. Big Ben, 27 for 46, 333 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Perrine, 48 yards rushing. James Conner, 36 yards rushing. T. Higgins, 115 yards and a touchdown. And then Johnson for the Steelers had 116 and a touchdown. Steelers are 9-0. They ain't slowing down, boys. They're about to go 10-0 because they have the Jags next week. They're going – I think they may go. I think one six. If they beat I'm the not Ravens a, again. I'm and not a Ravens Steelers guy. hater, but you're telling me after this Ravens loss to the Patriots, like I feel like it kind of takes off the Steelers like being good teams because if you look at their schedule, how they got to 9-0, and there's really no one that impressive. Yeah. You're going to no, say it's I, impressive. I, the Browns, who uh, they steamrolled, good for them. They're still 9-0. Yeah, they're still not. I know. I'm not going to take that away. But uh, I, I think I'm, they lose. To, I think they lose to the Bills in. Oh, the I think playing like three weeks or something. I think that's their first loss of the year. Not because the Bills are better, just because I got a feeling that. I don't think gonna, they lose to the Bills. I think they're going to lose to the Bills. Their defense the, will shit on Josh Allen. No, I don't think they will. I think Josh Allen's going to show up that game. I thought you would be talking about the playoffs because I could see them going like fifteen and zero or fifteen and one or sixteen and zero and then losing the first round. Oh, yeah, I totally. could see that. I could see that more than them losing to the Bills. I don't. I don't see them going sixteen and zero. Like, I at some point I just feel like they're gonna blow it. You know, <laughs> like they're just gonna blow it. It's, and they only have really three more chances to blow it against the Browns, Ravens, or Bills. And I'm just taking a shot that it's gonna be the Bills. You guys might disagree with me on this. I had to talk with my dad. It's almost like, would you rather lose one game? Because I feel like if you're going into playoffs at 16 and 0, you got to have some pressure built up. If you get that one loss off of you, then you're like, oh, going into the playoffs at 15 and 1, we know we made a mistake. Like, you, you feel ready. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on it's, you. It's definitely more calm and less pressure. But I mean, just for the clout, I'd rather be 16 and 0. And you know, the momentum. Yeah, yeah. You want to be hot at the right time. And you don't want anyone to be like, oh, the perfect team. Because that's just yeah. going inside your brain 24-7. All right. Uh, next, we got Patriots-Ravens. Uh, Patriots won 23-17. Lamar Jackson, 24 for 34, 249 yards passing, two touchdowns and a pick. Cam Newton, 13 for 17, 118 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson had 11 carries for 55 yards. Harris ran it for 121 for the Patriots. Sneed had 64 yards receiving and two touchdowns. And then Myers had 59 yards receiving and one passing touchdown. Ravens, you screwed up my parlay. All you had to do is win. They're frauds. Hmm. They are frauds. You really have nothing to blame it on. It was wet, which actually gives you the advantage because you have the run game advantage. What? I got a hot take here. I don't think the Ravens make the playoffs. That is a ginormously hot take. That is so that is false, very, but I like that you brought it up. hot take. But think about it. I'm thinking about it. Literally think about it. Oh, okay, look at, hold on. Look at, All the- look at the standings right now and tell me that you think that the Ravens will continue to be 
a playoff let me, team. Let me see who they play. Okay, look right now. They have their toughest two games at Titans and Steelers. And then after that, they go Cowboys, Browns, Jags, Giants, Bengals. Okay. Yeah. They, they, that's a so, guaranteed four wins, and they're probably going to beat the Browns. So they're probably going to squeak one out. So they're going to probably lose three or four games, right? Two or three. No, maybe, maybe three. I'd say two or three. Yeah, I'd say three max. So they still have six losses. Ten and six. Ten and six. Dude, ten and six may not make the playoffs. That's what I'm year. saying, guys. <laughs> so, all right, I told this to Brennan earlier, as well. And now I'm going to say because I just think it's a really cool stat. In the AFC, there are zero, four and five, five and five, or five and four teams. They're either really good or really bad. There is no average in the AFC. One, two, three, four, five, six. They have like are we just, seven. Are we just listen to you count on the podcast. Is these, <laughs> what's going on there, buddy? I was going to explain myself. I was going to say like they must have like a top five of you know the schedule difficulty because dude, they have they've played Chiefs, Ravens twice, Titans, the Colts, the Browns. Who are we talking they have about? A tough schedule. Who are we talking about? The Ravens. You I'm said pretty the Ravens sure played the said, Ravens twice. Yeah. Oh my bad. Whatever. I, but what I'm trying to say is Ravens have a difficult schedule, and I don't know if they'll look at that. If like everyone's at ten and six, because they don't, they look won't. At that. They'll look at who they lost to, as in mm-hmm. tiebreakers, and go from there. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, or is it points scored? It's it's first point it's differential. Tiebreaker. First it's tiebreaker, and then it goes to I don't know points to point differential or something. I don't know. I know. I'm just saying like I, they looked fraudulent tonight, but they def- definitely do have a difficult schedule. All right, that's that's the wrap for Sunday football. Let's get into college football. All right, let's do these games. You know, a lot were canceled. I don't know if it was due to weather, due to the cocoa. Big matchups like A&M and Tennessee, Ohio State, Maryland, Alabama, LSU, all postponed. So let's first start us off with an Oregon victory, ranked 11th. Uh, they beat Washington State 43-29, to looking good. Indiana might be a for real team. They beat Michigan State 24 nothing. Might be crawling into the top 10 here. And I think we have a big matchup. They're already in the top 10. Already in the top 10. No one really lost from the top 10. So I don't think they can maybe sneak by. But still, they're going to be going in to Ohio State ranked 10th. And that's next week. And they're going to get smacked. They will get smacked. But you know what? Good for them, man. Like, I didn't really expect them to be there. Notre Dame beat up Boston College 45-31. to USC barely sneaked by Arizona 34-30. to uh, we have Florida beating Arkansas 63 to 35. Boys, Kyle Trask, 23 for 29, 360 yards with six touchdowns. Jesus. Is he going to go into the draft this year or is that next I year? I think so. I think so. Okay. So he could be like the third or fourth quarterback. Interesting to see. And then we have Wisconsin beating Michigan 49 to 11. Wisconsin is legit. I think they had a backup QB, right? Because their guy's still out due to COVID. Yeah. 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 So they creams Michigan. Michigan is like the Ravens. Uh, they're very fraudulent right now. And there's this game isn't on the schedule. This is the last game. But Oregon State, Washington. Uh, I pray for everyone who had the over, a.k.a. myself. Don't want to make about me. But the over was at 51. There were 45 points in the first half, and they only squeaked out three in the second half. So that sucked. <laughs> Oh, man, it was so funny. <laughs> On to Monday night. That sucks. 
You know what else sucks, Brennan? We didn't move in the AP polls, by the way. We're staying at 11. Yeah, because no one lost. It's stupid. A bunch of, what was that, six games were canceled that had ranked teams in it. You know what's sad? Is that we may go 7-0, and knock on wood, and we will not make the playoffs. Yeah. Unless they expand it to eight teams, which I hope happens, because that'd be lit. Well, right now, we have to win out, and that means USC would have to win out and keep their ranking. And right now, USC is just giving the living – they're scaring us, not going to lie. They almost yeah. lost both Arizona schools. Yep. All right, let's go to Monday night. So, going into Monday night, we got a little, little action. So, Kyle and I – yes, Kyle – is tied for first with me. I don't know how. Um, Kyle went 100%. On the one o'clock games, what was it? Six for six? Six for six. And he is now tied for first place going into Monday night. Joe and Brendan are tied for second. And there's a one point differential. So, with that being said, we got Minnesota against Chicago, and Minnesota is favored by three. Who wants to start? Minnesota. Well, perfect. Bears. So, Brendan and I, right off the bat, are going opposite. Kyle, do you want to go or you want me to go first? You can go. I don't think hey, boys, real quick, before you go, let me try and persuade you a little bit. I know it's, I know it's Hammer, Kyle. Minnesota. And Kyle, let me try and persuade you otherwise. Okay. We've joked about primetime, Kirk. This is primetime. This is the primed Monday night football. Primetime. You think Kirk Cousins is going to show up? No, he's going to fumble handoffs to Dalvin Cook. That's how bad he's going to show up this game. Really hope he doesn't. He has one job, and it's just that. Hey, Joe, don't forget that Kyle has the the mindset of his flipping thing. So that is actually giving him That's... giving him uh, ammo for flipping and going with the. I'll pick the Bears. Interesting to see first too. First place alone. You don't want to tie first place. You want first place alone. I don't know if this helps you though, Kyle. But Matt Nagy has given up his play calling ability to the offensive coordinator. So we might see a different offense here. See, I'm taking all these things into consideration. <laughs> I really am. Mm-hmm. I do need to get first place. It won't help, but yeah, you do. I know. It doesn't help, but I want to get it just because, you know, the methodology, it needs to work. And this game is at Chicago. You know what Chicago is like right now in November? Cold. Cold, Kyle. It's it is cold. so cold. You could probably barely feel your hands. So do I trust whoever the Bears are going to throw out there throwing the football? Absolutely not. Hand the ball to Dalvin Cook. Call it a night. That's it. Primetime Kirk, baby. Let's get it. So Joe's lone wolfing. I hope he doesn't throw one pass, to be honest. Just run Uh, the ball. I'm lone wolfing this. So this is is the greatest possible thing that could have happened. I can't believe you guys are giving me a lone wolf to get back in here. I could get first place again. Kyle, we can – we have first. It just depends what points we get here. If Joe, if the Vikings don't cover, Joe sneaks in tied for first as well. And then Brett is last, maybe. Yeah. Brennan will get zero points because you're last. I'll explain this to you. How do they do it in golf with the purse? Explain to me that. Um, they split the number? So, yeah. So if all three of you are tied for first, why would I be fourth? Uh, because – T1, 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 4. Yeah. That's how everything works. <laughs> yeah, Brendan, you were not going to win that one. That is just, just – yeah, that was stupid. I don't know why I thought of it like that. Um, 
So, 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 I mean, we don't have to get, we don't have to. You've accepted your L that you're getting, may get zero points. So, wait, am I, am I dead last right now? No, you're no, tied, you're for, tied, you're with tied me. for second. If it, if Ta- Chicago technically covers, tied for third, if you've Chicago covers, the three of us tie for first and you get last. If Minnesota covers, them two get first, you get third, and I get fourth. Oh, that's shitty. Huh. I, I guess this really comes down to my decision because I'm not, I'm not really in the race. So, Coop, Brennan, uh, what do you guys have to offer <laughs> to make what, sure what that Joe about? doesn't win? Kyle, Kyle, we picked the same team. I know, but I could change my mind. Let's hear an offer. Change your mind? I want first place with myself. Go for it. Yeah, but don't I'm, I'm going to need some incentives. Come on, man. Kyle, Kyle don't, don't, Kyle. Screw, don't Kyle. screw me like this. The Vikings I mean, have I, no I, chance. You should go to the Bears, man. Kyle, primetime Kirk, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. He got his name for a reason. He's prime time, buddy. He's going he's gonna to do great. I think he may throw for seven touchdowns uh, tomorrow. He's game about big dick Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Hey, Kyle, Nick do you want me to tell you how many touchdown passes Nick Foles in last, has thrown in the last three weeks? How many? I don't, I don't know, and it's not many. <laughs> hey, same thing about Kirk Cousins. Bears don't have Calvin Cook. Defense. Khalil Mack. That's all I have to say, Kyle. Khalil Mack. I love how we're arguing against our own picks. <laughs> we're like, hey, pick the pick – the, I'm stupid. I'm picking this team. It's, they're going to lose. <laughs> all right, Kyle's sticking with the Vikings. That's going to do it here for us on the Yard Talk podcast on Monday, November 16th. We'll be back on Wednesday talking how we all tied first and Brennan got last. It's going to be great. That's a uh, just time travel in the future for you right there. So we will talk to you then. Talk to you later, boys. Later, boys. Later. Coop, I'll switch to the Bears if you give me 10 bucks.